This is Emma Plotkin with Billy Akentires. Um, she is the writer and director of Your Alice. Billy, tell us about the show. Uh, yeah, so we're just fi- we've just actually finished our run at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, the play's called Your Alice, uh, and it is about uh, Lewis Carroll, whose real name was Charles Dodgson, and his relationship with the young Alice, who inspired Alice in Wonderland. And can you talk a little about the unique way that you developed that very personal relationship between the two main characters? Uh, we started to pull originally from uh, a lot of diary entries from Charles Dodgson and from the relationship uh, that I think is very clear in the book, uh, if you read it correctly. Originally, uh, we started to look at a lot of their photography, the pictures that he took of Alice and her sisters. Uh, and then we started to play with uh, physicality and tried to figure out uh, what the relationships physically and emotionally are for all of the characters in Wonderland with the two of them. Uh, we use an exercise that's a frantic assembly exercise called Fluff um, to develop a lot of their uh, intimate uh, work that they do in the show. Um, and it created a vocabulary for them to pull from that they could then come back to in moments of need. Um, you saw the show today, so you know that uh, Eliza, a lot of Alice's performance comes from her hands. She lives in her hands, so like whenever she needs to tap back into that, she just that's where she goes to. Uh, and we also played a lot with like near space, far space, a lot of viewpoints. Um, for us, the ensemble pretty much always lives in far space with Alice, and uh, when she gets to be in near space with Charles, uh, it's very intimate and. Um, specific relationship that you're looking at. You're clearly looking at two people who have an innate understanding of how they move together. Um, And we also played with what it is for people to not touch, uh, particularly with the caterpillar scene. Uh, He actually never touches her. He never touches her with a ring finger, um, which I think has a larger effect on the impact of the scene. Uh, When you're dealing with sensitive issues, you don't necessarily need to touch, I think. Yeah, and I know you've been working on this show for quite some time now. What kind of keeps you going with this show? What feels so important to you about this show? I think more than anything, it's a love story. And I think people connect to love stories, no matter how complicated or uh, troubling they may be. Uh, The big thing for me is that I've always been interested in um, human sexuality and the way we express that. And I think that there is a... The way we want to label people is very interesting to me. I think that it's very easy to say that something is black or it is white. Um, It is wrong or it is not. And uh, what I wanted to explore was the grey area, because I think there's a lot of conversations that are happening right now about the grey area. And humans are not... They're not, you're not able to categorise a human being. They do not exist in this bracket or this bracket. They are many colours. There are many different human beings with different life experiences and they're all coming to um, see a show and experience it live in front of them to see, to watch other human beings experience life. Uh, and it was just really important to me that this relationship is so specific and so special and it can't be categorised. You can't put them into a category. It can't be done. And that's what was, has really always driven all of us, I think. I think we've all fallen in love with Alice and to a certain extent. He called the Alice books a love gift, and I think that that's kind of how we view this play. It's a love gift to them. Mm-hmm. What was the process for you of creating such sort of surreal and complex movements as well? You really build the world with your ensemble. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with a lot of tears and a lot of honesty. Uh, it usually starts with play. That's honestly where it begins. 
um, stupid things like playing grandmother's footsteps or just uh, running around the room. We do a lot of relays. We like to create a bit of competition um, and get them to have fun and start to open up and be honest and be true to who they are because I don't think that you can start from a neutral place. I think you have to start from square one, which is them. Uh, and then we, depending on what we're, we were looking at, we would start to, um, I told you about it earlier, the heartbreak sequence, we call it. Uh, I would give the ensemble trigger words uh, and they could be very specific, they could be very vague. I could say, create earth, um, what is rotting to you, what is heartbreak, what is pain. Uh, and they all created very specific um, and very moving versions of what those words are. And then you, we share and we pull and we start to say, well, that was really effective because of this. And I think that this would really string well with this. And then you can start to build a sequence of movement. And sometimes you don't use it. Sometimes that goes out the window. I remember one rehearsal very early on. We were all very frustrated because we'd done all of this beautiful movement work. And uh, we had no results. We were just like just doing things for the sake of doing them. And I came out and I was like, that was so annoying. And one of the actresses um, said, actually, I, I think that that's been the best rehearsal that we've had because if for me, that rehearsal was about seeing what the river meant to everybody else. And now that I've seen that, I have a better understanding as to who they are as an ensemble. So, so a lot of it is just not being precious and just throwing out what isn't useful. Uh, and then we had a wonderful movement director who would then come in and help structure the movement uh, and help us clean it to a point where it was very, very specific and um, truly connected to the text. Because movement and text are very, very important and they have to be linked and they have to be working in tandem. And I think that Kristen did a wonderful job of that. Yeah, and you are in the unique position of being both the director and a writer. What does that mean for you, having actually written the piece you're directing? I originally didn't want to just direct it on my own and I actually co-directed the original, original production. A lot of that was because I was just scared that I was going to be really precious. Because um, obviously nobody knows this play better than me. Uh, so I was just very, very, I was being very precious about it. And I was like, I feel like I need someone to tell me when I'm wrong. And then when that went well, and I think that uh, I kind of ran with it and it came alive. And I felt like I wasn't being precious anymore. I was able to put the script out of the room. I'm also one of those writers who's like, if it doesn't work, cut it. Get rid of it. It's not important. Um... When we came back to the project, it was really important to me that I surrounded myself with people that I trusted and that who were um, able to tell me when I was being precious. And so much of it is just letting go of your ego. So much of it is saying, you know what, you do this because I know that you know more about that than me. My assistant director is an incredible um, textual artist and he loves table work. I'd rather do it and figure it out on its feet. Uh, and there are just some things that need to be tabled and he tabled them to death and loved it, loved every second of it. So it's about finding your strengths and knowing what your team are good at and letting them do what they're good at. Wonderful. Well, if you could imagine the future, where would you see this show in a year? Oh, uh, we have big dreams. So uh, we're hoping to do a sit down in the UK and then potentially move the show to London. A West End run of this would be absolutely divine. Uh, and then hopefully, uh, eventually, we would like to take it back to New York. So we would love to have a, a Broadway run. Terrific. Well, thank you so much, and I hope to see it on Broadway next year. No, I hope so. <laughs>